0: I came home from work and plowed the
2: old lady. Welcome to episode 12 of the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop, and we've got a slew of uh, people here to talk Reds baseball and other things with you. Uh, Polly, Polly's on with us. How you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. Here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Polly's on the podcast tonight.
1: I'm living the, dream. That's the thing.
2: We also have Borf. Borf, how
3: you doing? Hello. How are
2: you? I'm good. Uh, again, for all of those who wanted to board off the podcast, you know, what can you do? Good Fuck thing. you. <laughs> Branch, <laughs> Branch, how you doing?
0: I'm garage drunk. I'm doing real good.
2: That's always good. And then we have Burmy, BRM.
0: Yo, yo, yo.
2: Got it. How are you doing? Sh-
4: shout, out to, shout out to Ram at UncRam.
2: So, uh, Red Spring Training is continuing on. Nick Senzel's gotten a few uh, games, well, I think two now, uh, starting mm-hmm. in center field. Today he went, I believe it was three for three, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Reds win in spring training. So let's go around the group. Uh, we'll start with uh, you, Branch. What are your thoughts on how Nick Senzel is uh, handling center field?
0: Uh, not being able to see it today, just listening. It sounded good. He had nice it at-bats. And in center field, there was a ball that was uh, sounded like a, a rope. That he, uh, according to uh, Cowboy and hell, I can't think of the guy's name right now, the new announcer that might take over from Marty, but it said the read looked good. He got there quick. We ended up fielding the ball and throwing it in, but he wasn't far from it, and it was a you know nice hard hit ball to I think right center. So hey, we're good, you know. Yeah. Keep it up.
2: I mean, now's the time to learn. Uh, yep. not, not in April. That's what March is for. Uh, well, in yep. February, too. It's still February. And uh, I'm not
0: expecting Billy Hamilton lay it out against the wall. Stuff from him. But just playing a nice, serviceable center field, the dude's batch seems like it's, it's real.
2: Well, in, in center field in Great American is smaller than most ballparks just because of how yeah. short right center field is. I mean, yeah. c- center is pretty fair, and left center is pretty fair, but right center is just short. So there's not as much room to cover. Plus, he's going to have Twig out there in right. Uh, Burmy, what are your thoughts?
4: I think Nick Senzel could be the most average center fielder that ever went, and that bat's going to make you forget all about it. Yeah.
2: If he's mm-hmm. replacement level defensively, that's all you need.
4: Yep. Yes. His offense is going to produce – I mean, Jesus Christ, the guy's smoking the ball already. I know – this is just spring training, and I know these guys are probably going to be in single, double, and triple A to start the year off, um, uh, just like him, actually. But you know, uh, I, I actually, you know, think that um, you know it's, it's it's encouraging, and I think that's really what this big, uh, the big theme of 2019 is: is encouragement for Reds fans. We've seen a lot of shit, so we're ready for some encouraging,
3: you know, some progress.
2: Borf, your thoughts on Cindel?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I think he's. It, it seems like he's doing well. I did not have a chance to see or listen to anything today, but I saw some highlights and and read read some post game articles, uh, and it sounds like he's more than capable of handling the job as of now. Um, and obviously, the, the, the clips that I saw of the at bat say looked good. He hit the ball to to left center, I think both times. Um So he's he's looks pretty polished right now. It's just a question of whether they're gonna. Keep him down for two weeks, or if they're going to keep him on twenty-five man to break camp. Um, I, I mean, he had a three-hit game the other day, and
1: he hit the ball all over. Was that today?
2: That yeah, uh, was today.
1: Uh, yeah, today. I mean, he had he had a single to center
2: today uh, being Wednesday to, for
1: everybody listening. Uh, by yeah, the way. Wednesday, Wednesday. He <laughs> had a double to left, and then he had another single to right. I mean, he hit the ball all over the place. You're right, a Defense is going to be is going to be made up with his bat. I mean, but I remember I hate, I'm not comparing, but I remember when Billy Hampton started playing center field in spring training and it was ugly, and people were like, "Oh, this ain't gonna work, this ain't gonna work." But he had, ended up being a pretty good defensive center fielder.
2: Yeah, so, and uh, he came from shortstop, and uh, Sinzel's coming from. Well, he played third in uh, college. He played second base. Yeah. in the minors though. So, uh, yeah, I I I I don't think he's gonna have a problem with the transition. Getting his bet in the lineup is the big thing. I say. Yeah.
1: I always swore up and down: if you're a ball player to major leagues, if you're if it's not a, being a catcher or a pitcher, you should be able to play anywhere in the field, hands down.
0: For the yeah. most part, yeah. And what if, if, what if you're even left-handed? Even thinking about playing uh, Well, sports, I mean, you know?
1: you're left-handed. You
2: learn to throw right-handed. <laughs>
1: but yeah. you know what I mean, Burmy? Though I mean, like you should know, you should at least be able to be m- multifunctional on a baseball field. I think. Well,
2: I mean, left-handed. yeah. There's left-handed most outfielders.
1: Guys,
4: well, yeah, and most guys play more than one position throughout the course. I mean, people people forget that, like, everybody thinks of Ernie Banks as a Hall of Fame shortstop. He actually played a full season more at first base. So, yeah, I mean, it happens all the time.
2: I mean, uh, at the end of his career, even before then, though, uh, Johnny Bench played, all, played third base. He played first. He played some left.
4: He played center yeah, he five played games center his rookie year. Bit.
2: Joey Votto was a catcher when he was drafted.
4: He played left That's field still. six times his rookie year. Or that first September, and then he's never played anything else right. since. Yeah. I mean,
2: especially when they're young, now is the time to get that versatility. So that, Totally agree. I mean, I think we all agree that uh, Matt Kemp is not coming back. He might be here on opening day. Uh, Puig is probably a long shot to stay. So if you're looking at Taylor Trammell maybe next year in the outfield, Scooter possibly walking, then you can move Sinzel right into the, in the second base and Trammell take his spot in either center or left.
4: So, Basically, just the Jose Peraza route, center field to second base.
2: Right. I mean, Peraza played several games in center a couple of years ago. So. He came from the outfield, didn't he? I'm not sure. No, he was, he was the...
0: mainly a shortstop, yeah. and then they moved him out there. Well, and he
2: played second base for a while with, with Zach yeah. Taylor, too. So, so it's always yeah. good to
4: have that versatility. Absolutely agree.
2: So, staying on the uh, Sinzel front, uh, I believe it was the Inquirer uh, he talked to uh, where he basically said he's expecting to be sent down to uh, allow the Reds to get another year of service time out of it. Uh, And if you also uh, read some articles this week, Chris Bryant of the Cubs was talking about how he still holds a grudge about when the Cubs did that to him. I think, was that 2015? Yep. So I think we all agree that if he is one of the best 25 players he needs to be on the roster on opening day, Yeah. are the Reds willing to risk pissing him off the way the Cubs have apparently pissed off Chris Bryant and basically not going to be able to resign him?
1: Let's start with uh, Polly. <clears throat> Baseball is business. I say it again and again. I mean, they're going to either do two things: sit them down, and be like, Nick, this is a business decision only, because a, we will be a part of this team for a long time, if you're going to be this good, or b, we're going to piss you off, you're going to be, you're going to have to play to, for another contract with another team for a few years. So it's either one or the other, almost. That's my opinion, but
2: right, and it, where I come from, it is. Yeah, you might gain another year of control, but you could possibly, if he's if he's going to be as good as you if we all think he's going to be, you're going to pay him that money trying to extend him anyway. Right. So you either get in his good graces now and hope he turns out to where you can give him an extension, or if he doesn't work out, what's what's it matter uh, if he had another year of control? I mean, Billy Hamilton didn't work out, so there was just non tender Borf, what are your thoughts on this?
3: Or... Uh, yeah, I, uh, sorry, my phone cut out. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, it's, it's a little frustrating, the service time thing. Um, I, I think we've talked about it before, but I think it's going to be discussed and handled in the next CBA agreement. Um, let's knock on wood, hope there's not a strike. Um, but I think it's, it's frustrating, and I think it's encouraging that players are speaking up about it and being vocal about their opinions, because I think that'll be important in the long run. Um and I think it also shows again one of his initiatives to want to be on the field, especially at the major league level um i I think the Reds should absolutely go into re- the regular season with the best twenty five men um but i I'm not confident that they'll do it just because I think they'll still play that that money card and being a small market team um but i i I don't know it's it's at the, at the end of the day I think it's frustrating that it's a that's a that it's a topic branch.
0: Uh, well, we're in the time and space of the world where because of an Excel spreadsheet and what the numbers say, it makes good men make bad decisions. I don't think he'll be there on opening day. I think he should be there on opening day. And what they're basically saying to him and his family is, fuck you. Uh, if you get hurt in that last year before free agency, you're screwed. Uh, we don't care. Um, and I believe people still matter. Uh, it's just my thing. And hopefully they'll do the right thing. And I think it'll it'll come back to give us dividends and the – give the Reds dividends in Burm- the future if they do that. Burmy. But,
2: Sorry, I thought you were done, Bray. Sorry. It's fine. Burmy. It's beer. Crack it up.
0: Um, yeah, it open. yeah I'm getting a beer. Fuck yeah, get a beer.
4: I still think it's a small market mentality to just assume that we're only like going to be able to keep them. For their rookie contract, so if he, I mean, in the way he's hitting now, he, you know, he's definitely going to be one of the best 25 players. Start his ass in center field on opening day. Yes. I mean, if if he earns it out of spring, you know, spring training, work on a contract extension in three to four years. But there's no need to send him, excuse me, send him down if he's earned it.
2: Well, and the small market mentality is it needs to go away because of how much more money teams are making off of the TV contracts. Not just, yeah, not just nationally, but locally as well. The Reds, I believe, doubled their uh, money just from their local TV rights.
0: They did. Hey, Coop, what do you think about this? The the fact that he actually left Boris.
2: Left Scott Boris, right? Yeah, so, I mean
0: that. I mean that's interesting to me. I don't know what it means.
2: It's just it's interesting because Scott Boris has that reputation of holding his players out for the most money. Um, I mean he represents Chris Bryant and I'm telling yeah. you right now, he's not gonna re sign with the Cubs.
4: No he's no. Not. Hell no. And I won't be sad
0: about it either. I think no. he's got he's well, going to be fast.
2: I think he's got what, two or three more years.
0: He's got he's got three because of what they did.
2: Right. So they're they're
0: holding back money from him because of what they did with right. Chris Bryant.
2: And he's so. and with Scott Boris, I mean he gets his guys the money, other than, yep. say, I mean, other than right now, Dallas Keuchel is still unsigned, but and so is Bryce Harper. But he'll get Bryce Harper $300 million. Yeah. So why don't we uh, – we...
0: How would you all – How would you, real quick, how would you all feel if that was your son? I'd be and pissed. they're going, okay, we're going to keep him from making millions and millions of dollars and securing the entire family for decades to come. I would because be it makes sense
1: to a baseball club. Wait, wait, what? Do you, what do you like? Like the Sunzel situation right now? Yes, or
0: Chris yes. or Chris Bryant? How would you feel if you're that family? They've honestly all, they've all made sacrifices to get them players to be as good as they are. Everybody in that family has absolutely. There's no doubt. I,
1: I show. I honestly. I, I mean, I'm only a stepdad, but like I would, I would sacrifice a couple more years because I know. The end goal for it. That's just my honest
0: opinion. I'm mean, pissed about it if it was my kids. I'd be fucking madder and Dammit.
2: Matter than damn it.
0: Matter than dammit. What, what is what is Matter Than
4: Dammit?
2: Yeah, is God uh, damn it madder uh, than
4: dammit? Pearl Harbor times three. Have you guys ever seen Band of Brothers? Yes. Yeah. Got branches fucking Bull Randleman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are Bull Random, and that's funny.
2: Yeah, that pretty much. Funny. You're not wrong. All right, we, uh, let me switch gears a little bit. We talked about we talked a little bit about Dallas Keuchel still being unsigned, uh, and if you if you read some of the reports the last couple days, every time a team is mentioned with him, it gets shot down by one of the national writers. So it's like there's not a lot of people in on him, and Paul. Paul Dockby, a couple weeks ago, I think we briefly talked about it on one episode, said that the Reds backed away from Keichel uh, due to not liking his medical reports. And I'm not sure if I believe that for two reasons. One, if that's the case, then somebody with the Reds violated HIPAA laws and and was uh, Keichel's privacy to give scoop to their old buddy P-Doc. Or two... It could be used as an excuse not to give him the money. If he's really hurt, it would have come out by now. Other than some slapdick writer from Cincinnati. So
4: Slapdick, God, what a great word. Yeah,
2: he's a slapdick. So yeah. I'm gonna I wanna start with you, Berming. Okay. What is the deal here with Dallas Peck? Why is he still unsigned?
4: I think it's the same reason that Bryce Harper's unsigned the two best at their, you know, you know, obviously at what they do in terms of the pitchers versus position players. And everybody's afraid to tap into that, you know, next stratosphere uh, financially, you know, I mean, Manny Machado, that's the second richest contract of all time, but it didn't top John Giancarlo, you know, like everybody's afraid to hit that 350. Cause then when you hit, when, you know, when the owners are like, fuck, we set that precedent, then wins 400 and 400's coming with Mike Trout, by the way. Um, that may even be closer to five, just depending on the team and the time. But, and I mean, worth it. And, oh, yeah. Mike Trout's, you know, I, there are people out there that will complain about that. Why does Mike Trout get a half a billion dollars?
2: And half of them they, will live in Cincinnati.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: which, which, when asked, he'll scoff at and then move right along to, the, you know, whatever other market is out there. So, you know, that's unfortunately, I wish he could sign with the Reds for the love of God. But
3: it would be you know, amazing.
4: That'd be incredible. But um, you know that's that's kind of I, I just everybody's, can't. everybody's afraid to hit you know that next threshold because it's you know scary from an owner's you know perspective how much money do I have to dish out for this guy so
3: just defer you could just defer it for fifty years like you know Bobby Bonilla
4: yeah just pay him like ten million dollars a year for fifty years I
3: think yep.
2: I think the Bobby Bonilla thing was it was like ten years after he retired he gets two point five million a year for like fifteen years.
3: He gets it until 2035. I know that. Right. That is amazing. It's insane. Mark.
4: What it's it, smart.
3: What is it? Oh, absolutely, July? it's July smart. July 1st? I think it's, it's June 1st.
4: June 1st? Yes. Every June 1st, Bobby Bonilla definitely goes to the titty bar.
3: Absolutely, he does.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or buys a bunch of cocaine. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with the Teddy bar. He's got to find the girl without a C section.
2: <laughs> oh. Holly, <laughs> right, back to Keiko.
1: <laughs> um you're you're right about the HIPAA law and it, there's no way that Dockery Doctor what how do you ever say his name? Slapdick. Uh Slapdick. Uh he can't you, that's that information cannot be released. That is that is against the law. Especially a major league baseball team. Well you know, like cannot. No. Um but what's up with that I have no idea. Uh, I, I for Burmese I, I kinda agree with you. On the Bryce Harper thing, like it says he's the best at his position, and it's like, I think this, team, I think he's asking too much. I think he's asking too much. So he's hurt. Yes, he's proven, but he's hurt, and he's been proven that he's going to be hurt again. Well,
2: so, and and here's the thing, probably Here's the thing. Here's uh, the, here's the thing. <laughs> if if Keuchel's the best starter left in the market, Craig Kimball's the best uh, closer left in the market, and he's kind of in the same situation where there's not a whole lot of teams talking to him. Dorf, yeah what are your thoughts on the whole situation?
3: Hashtag collusion. Yeah, I mean, not yeah, wrong. No, it's it's definitely really weird, and I think I think a lot of it is I think that owners are, I think for one they are making a record amount of money, and I think that they're also trying to get away from setting the precedent of these mega contracts. Um, I think that's why you're seeing some of the even the bigger organizations that have the money, like the Dodgers, willing to make shorter commitments, uh, maybe with a higher AAB. I think they just I think teams are trying to shy away from those 10 year contracts. And frankly, I can't blame them. Um, I'm personally a believer. I don't think you should give a pitcher really more than four or five. Um, but I, <clears throat> that's just me. Um, I, I think it's it's just it's just weird that that a lot of the big names are haven't signed yet when typically in an offseason. They would be some of the first names off the board, you know, getting the market started. Uh, so it's it's definitely interesting. It's 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 been fascinating to watch. It. I can't believe Bryce Harper is not in MLB camp right now. Well,
2: my thoughts on Harper is he wants to be on the West Coast, and right now it's the Phillies and uh, the Giants. Not from what I've read, not offering what the Phillies have offered. And I just, I just think he doesn't want to play for the Phillies. He wants to. He's waiting out on a team on the West Coast.
3: Yeah, I, I'm, I believe that.
2: I
1: wouldn't them, that at all. Why have the Bears just offered him the money yet? Jesus Christ. I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, let's hear it. All right. He'll sign with a West Coast team on a shorter deal. Las Vegas has been on the radar for potential growth in the MLB. I, I, we were talking about this the other day. But MLB will expand to Vegas he will become the next star in
0: Las Vegas within the next five years.
2: Branch.
1: They don't. want to go. Yeah.
0: Go. Well, uh, personally, I think that what's happened with the Dallas Keichel thing is Walt Jockety called him one last favor to the Cardinals, and they gave him the passwords to the Houston Astros, <laughs> and uh, he saw some stuff in the medical he didn't like. And that was our last – shot of having Waldox to make any decisions. It was through uh, cardinals Hacker gate into the Cardinal into the Astros system. On um, Bryce, uh, he just wants to be on the West Coast. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, want, he wants $350 million and to be on the West Coast, and there might be two teams in play, maybe.
2: Definitely and, not the Padres anymore.
0: No, it's definitely not the Padres. It, the Dodgers, the, the Here's the thing. The Dodgers can do it. Here's the thing, Paulie. The Dodgers can do it. In 2021, the Dodgers' payroll is $8 million. Jeez. Committed right now. It's not like they don't have the damn money. Who gives a shit about the salary cap? It ain't even a salary cap. It's, yeah,
2: it's going to cost tax. them another,
0: what, $16 million if they go ahead and do it at 350
2: Well, and you're going to make that $16 million up in merchandising.
0: Yeah. And, and it's the Dodgers, so who gives a shit?
2: He's
0: I mean, going to be a they
2: Texas button, Ranger. Money? He won't be a Colorado Rocky because Dando just got $200. they are making
1: some money. They, what, they extended uh, Black and they just they right. extended him? They're making some money yeah. in Colorado. And thing, yeah.
2: And Here's the thing, uh, here's so the. No, Colorado's
3: hard. not a small market team. It, Colorado's not a mid-market
0: team anymore.
3: No. That's one of the, that's one of the all all those, growing
0: cities in the country. It's,
3: it's all those fucking stoners out there. Yeah. Hell know, yeah, that's yeah, all that weed, weed money.
2: money. Motherfuckers. Weed money. <laughs> but uh, that A-U-N-E-O Suarez contract looks better every single day. Oh god! From a so, fuck fuck I
0: feel bad TV. for him.
2: I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say I feel bad for somebody uh, who's going to make 86 million dollars. Fair. But <laughs> if he would have held out another year, he might I'm have like gotten another it. 20 million on the on the back end of that.
3: He might have yeah. got another 20 and, million. I, I mean, also think, of, think about it from the Reds' perspective. I mean, obviously they got him on a great deal, but I mean, his value right now is sky high.
0: Sky high, so high.
3: His high he's is high?
0: Barely a little bit worse is than Machado, and Machado's going to play third base for the Padres for three hundred
3: million dollars for ten
2: years. Well, for three hundred million dollars, but he's got an opt out in three years, and I bet he uses that.
3: Is there an opt out in that in that contract?
2: Yeah. I think it's yeah. Year. Is it three? I think I think for Arendando it's like five years, but for okay. uh, for uh, Machado I think it's three years.
3: To, uh, to be honest, with you, I don't see Arnado leaving Colorado though. I mean, for one, he's a he's a fan favorite there; people love yeah. him. I mean, the the ballpark definitely helps him out. Not that he's not that he's the only reason behind his success, but I right, mean, that ballpark is definitely going to help you out. Well, he I'm... was
1: kind of pissed about uh, them not, not like, having talks ready, I thought, like, at the beginning of this year, actually.
2: Yeah, because like, he went through I, arbitration. I didn't, I didn't read that. Yeah, he went through arbitration, and he was, he was not happy oh, yeah. about that.
3: Really? Yeah, I read that, too. Huh.
2: Well, I mean, good for him for getting his 200-plus 200 million.
3: 260, right? I, it, is, be nice.
2: it was something like that, yeah.
3: I mean, Here's
0: I'm... a bold prediction. That's going to be a horrible contract. Really? Really? Yeah.
3: Why did you say that?
0: Uh, because he kind of was a little bit more injured last year than he was the year before. And he's starting that slope. And the way he plays third base, it's like telling Billy not to slam into the wall at 150 miles per hour. He's just not going to do it.
2: It's like telling Pete so, Rose not to smash a teenager. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it's the way Zing. he plays the game. And it's gonna. he's going to end up being injured more it, it just it, it just seems Griffey esque to me. His contract does. If that makes just any sense of it. Yeah, at
2: all, yeah, just because of injuries. Um, yeah. I mean, for his for his sake, I hope that. He uh, me too.
0: He's he's a joy to watch. Right. I mean, he's right. A great yeah. ball player.
2: He, he seems like a decent guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, some people, you know, you, you think they're an asshole, but Aaron Dondo seems like he's a good guy. So I'm yeah. I'm hopeful that uh, he can produce throughout the length of that deal. I've never I, mean, I thought he'd
0: be injured in, like, May. That way, Suarez gets the All-Star nod. Yeah. You know, if you're going to get injured, get injured before the All-Star game, please. I've
1: never seen him talk before, or heard him talk before in an interview or anything.
2: Yeah. He did a couple um, – I don't know if it was last year at the All-Star game or the year before. And he he seemed pretty good, like a pretty good guy. Uh, whichever year it was that uh, – I think he's made the All-Star from the last two. It was one – Basically, I don't know, but I remember seeing an interview with you. <laughs> so why don't we uh, why not we change topics here? Uh, go to some uh, listener questions. Uh, if you follow uh, the podcast uh, Twitter, which is Hunt for Hunt Number Four Reds Oct Hunt for Reds October, I put out there a, uh, a request for some questions with uh, using the hashtag Casey Loves Cornhog. Uh We got some questions. Uh, The first question comes from uh, uh, Ky (laughs) Redsgal, who is Casey, and she asks, "Why is Coop so terrible?"
0: (laughs) She told me in person she loves you, Coop.
2: I love Casey too. In person, she's the best. She is. Why is
4: Coop so terrible? I don't know. Look at his fucking Twitter account.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean. (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's hey, one of the most hey. wildly entertaining things on here. Honestly, how long has it been since you've had a drink, dude? About a year. Ooh. There you go. That's why you're so fucking terrible. Move That's on. True.
1: I got it. one, I fell for the ticket trick.
2: <laughs> That's true. I remember <laughs> that.
1: And then two, you're a UK fan.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's okay. God shines on the Wildcats. What can I say?
1: It does. I um, don't on oh, the Bluegrass seat. Let's just say
2: that. Okay, I got you. Shout out to, shout,
1: was to, a guy, shout,
2: out to shout out to Jerry. Shout out to Shout out to Casey for being a good sport.
4: Yeah. Yep, shout out, shout out to
1: Casey and
2: Jerry. <laughs> Our next question comes from Jimmy at Jr. JRNall2. He's also a Kentucky fan, Polly.
1: That's okay.
2: Uh, hey, Jimmy. So Jimmy's a, Jimmy's a friend of mine. Um, he asked Casey, since I tagged her in the question, I'm trying to convince my nine-year-old daughter to say I'm the bucket when she scores in her basketball game. She says no. How can I convince her? If money. You if you don't know the I'm the bucket thing, that was uh, Tyler Hero last night when he was shooting for the yeah. I I thought he said I'm money. Apparently he said I'm a bucket. I guess I'm old and don't understand that. Um, yeah, so you're 39, Goop. I'm 39, unfortunately. So you young bastards, what does I'm the bucket?
4: He's getting buckets, man. He's he's, going to make the shot.
2: But is he the actual bucket? I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I'm so fucking confused.
4: You know what? He made both free throws, so...
2: (laughs) He made the free throws, so... I mean, he can say he's a table next time. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I thought thought that meant meant he's money. If he's, like, making
2: shots, he's money.
1: I'm the water glass.
2: I... I'm the uh, microphone.
4: Boom. You're the best best podcast host of all time.
2: That's right. Shout out to me.
4: Shout out Coop. Shout <laughs> R- R- out BT I- Coop. RIP at it me Coop.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. Bastards. We got to... This, <laughs> this next question, I, I really like this question. This is from Chris Reed at C. Reed with an I, 85 on Twitter. Uh, he asks... What's your favorite slash least favorite concept that you've seen for a parody account on Twitter? Oh, My, man. my um, favorites, obviously, are Barry McCockiner. Barry McCockiner. Three-Year Letterman.
4: Three-Year Letterman, Three Year Letterman yep. yep.
2: Those are my favorite parody Ooh,
4: accounts. What, what about a Dodge Ram?
2: Dude, that, oh, that Dodge, Dodge Ram, Ram account is,
0: is badass.
2: And this is why they're my favorites is because they're original. They're not copying off of someone like it's not you know not whoever name it's not a I'm not as big of a fan of those uh, because 90% of them suck the originality in a parody account is what I like the best so Barry you know the three year letterman the Dodge one which I just learned about like a week ago those are all freaking hilarious and I would say follow those because they're just really funny
0: my favorite parody account is Murder Car Lives.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that was a good one. I wonder who runs that. Um, I thought it, Trill, is it
4: chair?
2: Trill Ballins was always good, but he kind of gave Trill it.
4: Trill Ballins way. was good, yeah. I think he got
2: Yeah, Barry McCartney. He's a sweetheart.
0: He misses his wife. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she left him. Oh. All right. Uh, our next question comes from Unc Graham on Twitter. Hmm.
0: Shout out, Shout out to Graham.
2: Shout How's out to So he's he's got a multi part question. He says many of us grew up with the voice of Marty Brenneman as a soundtrack of the summer. With that with this being his last year, what will you miss most? Spending the day at the at the ballpark, making us lament how far he has fallen, or side eyeing Cock in the locker room.
3: <laughs> Holy shit. That.
4: Oh my, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fuck your Ram. couch, yo couch Rami Murphy. <laughs>
2: you think Marty side-eyed some cock in the locker room?
1: I bet he can oh, identify yeah, the absolutely. big red machine solely by their cock.
0: I, I bet he taught Tom how to, so... I was born in 1974. Marty started broadcasting for the Reds in 1974. My entire life, he's been the voice of the Reds to me. It's, it's, the whole thing is, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be fucking emotional about his last call. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm miss yeah. missing.
0: But, yeah, I bet you anything he side-eyes side-eye some cock.
2: So, as, a to that, it. <laughs> as a follow-up to that, Ram asked, uh, what will you miss the most about Marty? Um, I'm going to miss, just like like Branch said, he's been the announcer on the radio for the Reds my entire life. So, it's going to be different even though he's got a little crotchety in his old age, and once Joe died, you know, he, he started getting a little too belligerent for my taste, but uh, it's just going to be different once he's once he's off the, once he's off the air. Marty's We're actually reason... going to know
0: what's going on in the game, you know, because Tommy Thrall was doing the game tonight, and the fact that I actually knew the count the entire time kind of blew my mind. <laughs> but I'm going to...
2: God damn it. My connection is being stupid. <laughs> You're there. There you go. God damn it. All right. Yep, well. We got you. You got me now. All right. All right. So let's change gears and uh, do some live reading of today in Red's Facebook.
3: Um, this is my favorite segment. Your favorite segment. Mom, okay. I finished my segment.
2: Mom, I finished my segment. Oh my God! I think
3: Mom, he... shut the fuck up!
0: <laughs> Kenny, get off the phone!
1: <laughs> Borf, do you have a new neighbor yet? Uh, not that I know of. Dude, there's definitely. Hopefully, the like next heaven.
0: one's hot and does not let her, didn't leave her dog shit out in the yard. There's gonna, there's definitely a vagabond living in that cellar, though.
3: Oh, it's not the ghost. All right, it's the ghost
2: of
0: Boris' decision. Boris' decisions past. I've been there, and I've met the dog. There's no vagabond living in that cellar.
2: So on the post about uh, today's Reds uh, spring training game, Danny and uh, his last name I'm not going to even try to pronounce. Uh, because You should try to look for it because I would say it in a very crude way. Uh, if Reds owners are serious, sign Dallas Keuchel or Gio Gonzalez. You have pinched pennies last decade. Spend the money, and the postseason is a real possibility.
0: How the fuck does that improve the rotation? I mean, did Alice K. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Gio doesn't do shit for us.
2: Gio is not any better than uh, Squifani or Castillo, which is the other. Exactly. Two yep. in, the, in the yeah, <clears throat> yeah,
3: yeah. That's Gio weird.
0: is Tommy John's waiting to happen.
3: Right. How old is Gio Gonzalez? 30, 33 at this point. I years think old. So. <laughs> One
2: hundred forty-five. Uh,
1: let's see. Well, oh, I see his last name. <laughs> he's
3: thirty. He's, he'll be
0: thirty-four before the season ends. Yep. And he's lost three miles per hour off his fastball the last three years.
3: What an idiot! Things like name's count.
0: Yeah. What's he thinking? Getting old?
3: Fucking so, idiot. So
2: John says on the same thread, they look good, but management is too afraid to spend money to keep
3: good players. What? Yeah. Like Billy Hamilton, what
2: Todd the hell Frazier. So, so somebody pointed out Votto's contract, and then he responded management to them and Todd said, "Vado is is good. One player doesn't make a team. I am always, I am a fan. Always have just been my opinion. Some bad grammar. <laughs> he is worth every penny.
3: This guy's smart. Sounds smart." Yeah, that guy sounds
2: smart. I mean, so they don't spend any money well without Votto. Yeah, but one player does a make-a-team. Get the fuck so, out of here, you fucking... Votto's a fucking Hall of Famer. Shut up. I agree. He will be a Hall of Famer. and Anybody who doesn't think that, well, you're just not paying attention.
0: They're probably a Yankee fan. No, they're a Cardinals fans, saying Molina actually deserves to be a Hall of Famer.
4: <laughs> Molina deserves to be a trash man.
0: Molina is not a fucking Hall of Famer, and he's going to be one. Not that there's anything wrong with being a trash man. They make good money. No, there's not.
2: I'd rather be a trash man than Yadier Molina.
0: Fuck yes, it's true. I really do. Yeah. The trash man would get to incinerate him. I mean, I I'm, I, I mean, I don't like the Cardinals because I'm a Reds fan, but for fuck's sakes. I mean, yes, Pujols is a Hall of Famer. Period. Ain't got no problem there. Yadier Molina is not a goddamn Hall of Famer. Period. He's a chode.
2: So He's a speak, decent it's All right, so we've got some opinions on uh, Nick Zell's uh, center field play. So uh, apparently, you know, uh, what you were talking about, Branch, oh, about that one ball that was hit pretty hard to uh, right center yeah. that he caught. Dustin says, wasn't a terribly hard play. He was already shaded towards right center field anyway. And then he oh. says, it's a routine play for center fielder, guys. Take your butt hurt elsewhere.
0: That ball was two foot higher, it'd have
2: been a home run. So apparently, if you don't shit on every play he makes, you are butter.
1: <clears throat> oh, wait, I found one. Oh my gosh.
2: Go, go for it's it. the
1: Bar- it's the Barry Larkin post where it says could probably get out there and still be an all-star. Uh Chris Johnson says we should have we should have brought Barry in as our manager this offseason. He has been a roaming p- position coach this last couple of years. Now will I always th- I always thought that was to get him to be able to pick the guys he wanted to bring to the majors. <laughs> bring back Barry. Hashtag bring back Barry. Did he say he was rimming other coaches? Rimming? Roaming. He, he has been a rimming position coach the last couple of years. Yeah, who is he rimming? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, did you see his, some of his responses down below? I'm not no. sure of the specifics of what said What said? I was not sure, but what's the issue with that, though? Isn't that what Bill Belichick has? Isn't that what Greg Popovich has? Did he compare Barry Larkin to Bill Belichick and Greg Popovich?
3: <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> so, also, didn't Barry Larkin pull his name out of the hat? He did. God, you yeah, so can learn a thing or two from it. him. Pull out, Kev. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Kev. Shout out to Kev for pulling out. Never. Yeah,
0: Kev, pull out game week? Yeah. That's the only reason he's not on the pod tonight. Is he's making like 75 more kids.
2: Danny says about Barry Larkin, looks like Dave Parker. What?
0: What, what the fuck? So,
4: they have the same skin color, so they look alike. <laughs> nice reasoning. Westside! Scott Shebler and his
0: fucking Actually, wrench. Shepler looked really good leading off again today. Hit the that ball well. Shebler and his fucking wrench. Shebler does look good leading off. Somebody needs to give us some like good like prospects for him.
2: I'd be okay with. I would too.
0: <laughs> he really does look good leading off. He did last year. I mean, he he, he did again today.
4: He draws a lot of
0: walks. Yeah.
3: I mean, it, it, he's a good bat. I mean, he, he's a good ball player. And, and I disagree. He's not. I just think he's, I don't think he's the, well, I guess he's probably one of the top four outfielders. But yeah. I think with Senzel in the mix, I think he's tends to be the odd man out unless they can get rid of Kemp.
2: Well, Blake says that Kemp needs to get his at-bats. Best hitter out of all of them. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe,
0: guy.
4: Maybe in, maybe in 2011, bud.
2: So somebody asked him about Jesse Winker, and then Blake responded, Is Winker that good? Everybody seems high on him. Maybe I overlooked him, because I don't think he was all that special.
0: What? Oh, my God.
3: People are psychotic.
2: So that is just a brief tour of Today
3: in Red's Facebook.
2: I want to get to the last topic here, and this is the part where people are going to either turn off or throw their phones because we have to discuss a serious topic here. Mm. Out in Los hey, Angeles... Sometimes yeah, the
0: children the children need to know the truth.
2: Sometimes right. the kids need to know. So if your kids are listening, this is a life lesson from your friend Coop and pals. So out in L.A. there was this news anchor who married kids, living the life, but he also had an itch, we'll say. And the itch was to go on grinder and find dudes who would uh, he could do stuff with in hotel rooms, we'll say. Uh, he was in this little bit of S&M, and uh, he died doing what he loved. And what he died doing was getting fisted while shoving meth up his ass. Moment
0: of silence?
2: Moment of silence for that guy. I'm Pour not going to say his name, you know. Out. I don't want to That's
4: quite him. a way to go. Yeah. Pour one
2: out, guys. Pour out your beers.
4: So Beer That
3: is love. quite a way to go.
2: See, the thing is, he... Apparently the fisting was something he was used to. The shoving the meth up his ass apparently was not.
3: That was, that was new?
2: The, either it was new yeah, or he had true. a bad batch. So yeah. he died doing what he loved, which was getting meth-fisted. So Branch, let's say you're sitting at home, you're by yourself, minding your own business, terrorists break into your house. They hold a gun to your head and say, Branch, you either choose death or you have to pick what red, current or former red, would you allow to meth fist you in front of us. So if you had to pick a current or former red to meth fist you, who would it be?
0: I'm going to have to go with Pee Wee Reese because the name implies that he might have small hands.
2: See, I was going to go with Daniel Ray Herrera because he was really short, so I just maybe, assumed that. Maybe. Was Can you imagine, like, Johnny Bench or Dave Parker fisting you?
0: No. Or what about that clue? What if
2: if uh, you were to shove meth in your ass and get fisted by a red, who would it be?
3: Well, first, I'd make sure it's a good a good batch of meth. Um. Secondly, I'm going to have to go with uh, mm, that's a good question. It's i great- um, I'll just go Joey Votto. So you. Would work- Joey Votto's probably done it before. <laughs> he probably. <laughs> it.
2: So Birmingham, now do we transition to you? Who would you like to get meth fisted by if you had a Speaking- terrorist had broken in your house?
4: Yeah. Speaking of transitioning, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, common misconception is that you go in with a fist. You actually go in with your hand you know, balled up a little bit, and then you make the fist as you enter, so you're welcome.
2: Well, I'm not experienced with the fisting, so I didn't know.
4: This is an educational podcast, all of a sudden. Yeah, so, so sometimes you have to learn how to get fisted. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Scooter, because I bet he has the most uh, experience with a combination of meth and fisting.
0: Oh! Okay.
1: Polly I beg, to, I beg to differ, Burmy.
2: <laughs> Polly, this is... This they're, is a, they're demanding a, a meth fisting. Who do you
1: choose? Trick, this is a trick question. You guys want me to say Paul Adil, but <laughs> I'm going to say Bronson Arroyo.
2: <laughs> the nasty hook. Hey,
0: he's used to this kind of stuff. Done deal. Nobody said Marge <laughs> <Scott>. God. <laughs> you know, I've met Bronson Arroyo, and I do kind of think that he would be the kind
2: of dude that would ease into it. He, he would ease into it? it
0: yeah, he's
1: there's, not gonna you. There's there's rumors about him, but I'm not gonna say anything. There's rumors about him.
3: That's pretty funny. I've met
0: I'd him. Like to, I've drank beers with him. He's a great dude. I'd,
3: I'd like to hear you what he, you he have to say,
0: Paulie.
2: No, 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 Not on the podcast. Come on, okay. not...
4: I've never. I just want a disclaimer. I've never been fisted or have
3: fisted anyone. So this is an exciting experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people who have never been fisted say. Yeah.
2: So leave us a comment on the uh, Twitter page. Who, fans of the Hunt for Reds October podcast, shout out again uh, to uh, the Cincy Sports Gallery for uh, uh, sponsoring the podcast now that we're talking about the meth fisting. Uh, leave us a comment on the Twitter page. Who would you want to be fisted with meth by, Who a former or current Reds player? And then we'll, uh, we'll we'll discuss it on the interwebs. So that'll about wrap up this podcast.
0: The fisting podcast.
2: Interesting final segment there, Mary Mary
4: um, Merry Fistmas.
2: Mary. Fist-mas. <laughs> so Polly, uh, final thoughts.
1: Here's the thing, Reds fans. Spring training is all about training. Speed is time, and time is speed.
4: <laughs> god damn it you sound like a fucking stoner
2: More <laughs> final thoughts
3: uh, reds to the world series book it now
2: Burmy final thoughts
4: the reason the reds went out and acquired any talent is because this is Franchester
0: Brenneman's last season
2: Branch final thoughts
0: um, well, beer's good, and the Reds are going to be good, so that's good.
2: So, that'll wrap up this maybe even abbreviated edition, depending on how much recorded, because apparently I cannot operate a laptop and talk at the same time. So, for Polly and Borf and Burmy and Branch, this is Coops, and we'll talk to you later.